Episode 2 of MBSing. I am your host, just like last time, Mary Beth Smith. Um, thank you for returning. If this is the first episode you've listened to, you've made a mistake. Go back and listen to episode 1 so that I don't have to re-explain things and just make things generally complicated. Who just really simplify my life if you, you've if you could just listen to episode one instead of listening to this one first. I mean, unless you're like a friend of my guests and you're only here because you want to listen to her episode, which is great. That's perfectly viable reason. Don't listen to episode one. I don't care if you have any setup. Just support your friend. Otherwise, listen to episode one. Okay, now that that's out of the way, how is everyone? I hope... Hope everyone's well. Um, I It's currently the day before my birthday, but I'll be releasing this on my birthday. I'm turning 25. Um, it feels weird. Uh, it's a quarter of a century. It's supposed to be a pretty, like, landmark, I guess. Is that the word I'm looking for? Uh, birthday. Um, but it feels kind of anticlimactic. I don't know why. Maybe it's just... I don't know. It shouldn't. I have, like, a really fun show to do tomorrow at The Annoyance at 8 o'clock. It's called Lonesome Drifter. Come check it out. Uh, maybe not tomorrow. Just maybe w- one night during the run. Runs for six weeks. Um. Yeah, so I have a show. I have a class tomorrow. I have all these fun things to do this weekend. Hopefully with some friends. So there's no reason for me to feel like it's anticlimactic, but for some reason I do. I don't know. You know, I think there's a great um, Patton Oswalt stand-up bit about how he firmly believes that you should only celebrate certain birthdays. um, Mostly ones that happen before you turn, like, 13. Um... And it's it's awesome. I'll put it in the like notes or something for this episode. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what I'm starting to feel is <laughs> after a certain point, uh, you just shouldn't get to celebrate birthdays anymore unless they're like a decade. You've reached another decade of life. It seems more important, I guess. Um, but yeah, twenty five means that two days after my birthday, my parents will have been married for 35 years. Shout out, Chris and Gail Smith, best parents around. 35 years of my mom putting up with my dad. Yeah, but they slap, but they do. Another little Pat Oswalt shout out, just for other other PO fans. Um, yeah, they're great. They live in Lancaster, South Carolina, where I'm from. And I think about them all the time. 
because they're the best. Um, they're coming to visit me this summer. At least once. I guess September is when they're planning. I don't know if that's still considered summer or not. But it's going to be. Because they'll be here. So it'll be like, vacation all I ever wanted. Um, I'm going to stop rambling um, and introduce the episode. Because this is the meaty part, right? Um, so... Uh, my friend Whitney came to talk to me about her favorite decade, the 80s. It was great. I thought we had a lot of fun. Um, it was really cool to get to know Whitney a little better uh, than I did before this. Um, so that was an awesome perk. Uh, I think we had a really fun conversation. Um, There's a lot of John Hughes talk in there. Uh, there was some fun music discussion in there. Um, yeah, so, uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, oh, the other things that Whitney said that she liked that she thought about discussing were monkeys, like the animal, not the band, um, not the people say we monkey around, um, and, um, the film Jurassic Park, uh, which I thought were both really awesome, but, uh, she didn't think that she could really sustain a conversation about either one of those things. Um, I just thought it was a fun fact about Whitney, uh, that she told me as a little, as a little side note. I thought you guys should be able to enjoy it too. And I hope you all enjoy this. That I wasn't, that I was going to try to tell you that I wasn't recording. We are recording. Um, yep. So that was, did you see that seamless transition? <laughs> <laughs> oh man well first let me introduce you this is Whitney Golden uh we know one another because we're both interns at the IO theater here in yeah. Chicago um I intern on Saturdays and she comes in after my shift is over how long have you been working that shift uh six months now oh, okay it was yeah like three terms so yeah this is only my second term so yeah. I guess that would make sense what um level are you in five Oh, mm-hmm. I'm in 5B, so you oh, just, like, started yeah. a two-term before I did... Started interning two terms before I did. Yeah. Cool. Well, Whitney was present when I was <laughs> talking about how I posted the first episode, and I was excited about this new adventure, and then she graciously volunteered to be a guest. So, yeah. here she is. Um, so, I know that when we talked via email... Um, you were like, I don't know what I would talk about. And the first thing you mentioned was the 80s. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, like, first of all, before I, like, ask anything, do you have anything that you, like, specifically want to get out about, like, how you feel about it as a, like, set up? About the 80s? Sure. Um, I think that if I could pick a year to be born, mm-hmm. like, go back and do my life over, mm-hmm. kind of, I would be born in 1970, so mm-hmm. I could live out all of my teen years in the 80s. That's awesome. Because I think that would be amazing. Like, with the music, the movies, the fashion, like, uh-huh. all of it. And you would get to experience some of the 70s, too, which were Yeah, like absolutely. Too, and, like, so. being a kid in the 70s seems yeah. like it would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what, so, if you don't mind me asking, when were you born? I was born in 86. Okay, I was born in 88. Yeah. So, so like, I was we're alive s- for some of it, but, yeah, like, yeah. I don't remember any of it. Right, 80s. exactly. <laughs> That's why it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... 
because I didn't think you were that much older than yeah, I was, no. if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, like, what do you think that leads into my first question? Like, what? Why the eighties? Like, what do you think was the inception of this like love for the the um, era? I don't know. Like, I remember when I was younger, like, The Breakfast Club was one of those movies that, like, I could watch over and over again. Oh, and, like, yeah. even though I didn't understand most of it. Yeah, like, I was going to say. You know, like, the, the references and the innuendos, like, if it was on TV, I would watch it. That's so cool. And I think that was kind of, like, one of the things that started, because I was, like, I would look at their fashion and, like, the music, like, uh-huh. in that movie. And then I started watching other John Hughes movies from that. So, like, sure. I think that, like, movie specifically... Like got me going. Cool. Do you have yeah. a specific um, character that you feel like you relate to? <laughs> um, I would like to say John Bender because I would like to think yes. I'm a badass. I was gonna not. say that's <laughs> Jed Nelson's yeah, character. Yeah, right? Jed Nelson. Okay. Um, but I don't think I'm enough of a badass for that. I think I kind of relate to each of them, like sure. in, in a way. Yeah. You know. I think that's the ideal. Yeah. Like that's kind of how that, it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Because like getting. <laughs> pigeonholed into any one of those particular people isn't really like they're all I don't know I think that's a great like of course that's what started it you know yeah I feel it's like quintessential Uh and I think that's like kind of the point of the movie is that like the principal or like adults see them as they're like (laughs) these individual you know Mm -hmm. people that they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. but they're all kind of a little bit of all of them. More like one you know, yeah. than everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many times do you think you've seen Oh my god. I would say... I wouldn't go crazy with it. I would say it's less than 100, but like... But more than 50. Well, it's I like don't... It's well in between 50 and 100. I honestly don't know if I've seen any movie. Well, are we talking that... like... From beginning to end? No, or just like... like... Yeah, any part of it. I mean, they show it on TV all the time. Yeah, so I, I mean, I would easily say at least 50 times that's awesome yeah i i truly don't know if there's a movie i <laughs> i just like i have this thing where um i feel like there's so many things that exist that mm-hmm. i want to take right. in <laughs> that it just seems more like productive for me to watch something yeah. that i've never seen before even though there are plenty of things that i can rewatch. yeah um not to like <laughs> good job with right. me you wasted 49 <laughs> times <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, if it was like a formative <laughs> movie, then it's like important that you see yeah. it that many But I times. will say that I've seen it like on TBS more times than I've watched my DVD. Because okay. like if it's on, I'll like put it on and like sure. do other stuff while it's on. But how like, much different is the like TV version? Oh, some of there's like scene. Well, first of all, they don't swear at all. Right. They like it's all stupidly dubbed. Right. And like there's some like weird scenes in there that are always the cut out. Yeah. Interesting. It's weird how they edit Wait. it. That aren't that that are on the DVD that they don't show on TBS. No, the other way around. There's that's like, what I thought you said. Yeah, there's like two like weird scenes that they show on TBS that aren't on the DVD. I don't know if they're like more kosher, or like more PC for TBS. That's so weird. So they're like deleted scenes that they put back into the yeah. TV version. That is so weird. And I don't know if it's like for the editing time wise, if they feel like they have to add those in for things to make sense. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, don't, I don't. God, that's so weird. Yeah. You're, I'm glad I asked because I... Yeah. And I've noticed that with a couple other movies on TBS, too. That they show things that aren't on the DVD. I know there's one... This is a... There's a version of Anchorman where Mm -hmm. um, Steve Carell's character, Brick, says, um, like, 
oh, sorry, champ, I ate your chocolate squirrel. And then, there, but there's another version that says, oh, I ate a big red candle. But it's like the same scene. Yeah. And I don't know which one is, I think one's from the director's cut okay. and one is from like the theatrical cut, but I never saw it in theaters, so I don't oh, know which gotcha. one's which. But it like looks like it's the same exact uh-huh. like yeah, point it's this, and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like you the know, same like, take. Like they maybe like inserted other words mm-hmm. into. It's the what same he take. I, I don't know. I don't think it's dubbed. I think it's just like literally two different yeah. dubs, but like, or two different scene mm-hmm. cuts, takes, takes. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's the only. I guess I just compare things to Anchorman <laughs> when I think about them. Well, it's cool. A good, it's a good movie too. So film wise, mm-hmm. that was one of my other questions. Like when specifically, uh, and I'm glad you brought it up when you introduced it as well. The things that you love about the the era, or the decade, mm-hmm. are um, films, music, and fashion. Yes. Um, so I was going to ask you what like some of your favorite films were. Um, so Breakfast Club, we've got mm-hmm. other John Hughes movies yeah. being others. Like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Sure. Like just all of those. Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink. Um, I don't think there's any John Hughes movie that I don't like. Uh-huh. But I would say probably Sixteen Candles might be my second. And Fifth. Then, and then Ferris Bueller. Okay. Um, Non-John Hughes movies, I would say Can't Buy Me Love. With, uh... Yeah, who's in that? face? Patrick Dempsey, where he, like... Oh, yeah. It's, like, the older version. They remade it with Nick Cannon and... Right. Somebody. Yeah, like, Christina Milan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the original version... It was basically, like, the prequel to Roll Bounce or whatever that other Nick (laughs) Cannon movie was. Something ridiculous. But the the Nick Cannon canon is all very similar. Um, and I've never seen it, honestly. I've never seen... I've never seen, um, oh no, I think I have seen some of the remake. I haven't Maybe. seen the no. original. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also haven't seen um, Pretty in Pink. I've oh, seen the other pink, three, yeah. but I've never seen Pretty in Pink. Yeah. So is Molly Ringwald like your girl? She was like the it girl back in the day, but me watching the movies, I don't understand why oh, she was. That's so like, interesting. Why yeah. do you think that is? I don't know. I think like maybe the the image of beauty maybe changed, like, from the 80s to now. Like, because, I mean, I don't think, like, I've ever seen another actress that really looks, like, like, similar to her, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I would agree with that. At least not, like, modern actress. So, I don't know. I think, like, I mean, she was cute. She was cutesy, and, like, she could act, so. Yeah, yeah. I think that was definitely, like, it was pretty rare for, like, I don't know, like a young ingenue yeah, type character uh-huh. to be as like popular as she was. Yeah, I think that's why Hughes is so like, you know, uh, celebrated mm-hmm. at this point in in because um, he died like what two a few years, years ago. ago. Yeah, I feel like it hit people pretty hard. I think mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons why because he like explored characters that hadn't really had much like airtime before yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. You I think th- that's also probably... Yeah, I think it's funny, too, that she wasn't really in that many movies. Yeah. Like, she was really she's only in only his. Those? Yeah, like, three or four of those, maybe, and then, like, she kind of dropped off. Did she do, did she do, like, anything between that and that, um, ABC Family show? Oh, God. Uh, I don't, I, she might, I know she's done, like, maybe, like, straight-to-DVD oh, really? type movies. That's kind of sad. I don't think she did any other, like, big movies besides Wasn't the, it like, the, three she did for the him. teenager? Oh, God. Teen, the, pregnant, with the, yeah. Pregnant teenager uh, show. 
I can't. The American it. teen. The life of the American teen. The, yeah, the something weird. Secret, secret life. life of the American teen. Okay. I knew no, we'd get there. A few. I I thought so. I figured we would too. I had yeah. faith in us. I watched a few episodes of the first season of that, and I the never acting it. was garbage. Uh, it was so bad. I think so many of those like. ABC original. So every time they come out with a new one, I'm like, why are you bothering? <laughs> like, they're so I watched awful. some of the first season of Greek, too. <sighs> and there's just, like, one character that I really liked. Um, Cappy, if you ever watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He was great. But, like, the rest of the mm-hmm. show was not worth watching. Yeah, they're coming out And with Clark the- Duke was on that show as well. A lot of people forget that. He was um, the, like, main male like nerdy character uh-huh. he was his roommate he had like he has like glasses oh, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. And now clark dude's been on like the office mm-hmm. and in like hot tub time machine and stuff yeah like that. isn't doesn't he have the curly like dark hair yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay mm-hmm. 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 um and that was way off topic but <laughs> it happens can't buy me love do you follow patrick speaking of like stars then mm-hmm. what are they doing now do you follow him at all with no like... i mean he's on Grays, which yeah. i used to watch when i was in school but it's gotten so weird that yeah. i just can't even i watched i watched like through three or four seasons mm-hmm. like relatively religiously and then my roommates you know like i feel like it was like the show to watch yeah. when, when you're in college or like yeah for sure like we would watch it i lived in a sorority house and we would watch it every week in the tv room together as a group and then like it got to the point where i think it was either season three or four uh-huh. where izzy uh-huh. started like sleeping with her dead husband uh-huh. or whatever it was and i was like I that can't was like the jump the shark moment yeah. for grace i was like nope can't do it anymore yep I, that's when everyone <laughs> left off but what's it guy's name he always plays dead people uh denny the guy who played denny uh-huh, uh-huh. uh i can't think of his real jeffrey name. dean morgan yeah i think but he he like also played um mary louise parker's dead yeah, husband like he plays <laughs> dead people all the time i don't know what it is about it's that so guy. funny because i just watched that on netflix like i finished Weeds. it like a couple weeks ago and i saw he was gonna be on i was like yes because i love him uh, and then like he was in like maybe three like, episodes yeah he's, he's not dead. in it all it's like, all just flashbacks <laughs> um what did you watch all like five or six seasons of it? I think there were eight seasons Oof. and I watched all of them. Oh boy. But I love doing that though on Netflix. Just I do like, too. But like I Weeds is a show through. that I watched until like season six. Mm-hmm. And then that Richard Dreyfus um yeah, character arc started teacher. and I was like, I can't oh. watch this anymore. It got weird towards the end. Like I would say, yeah, the last two seasons. I was like, I don't know why I'm still watching this, but there's yeah. only eight seasons, so uh, I might as well just I finish. Know. I couldn't I couldn't watch anymore after that. Yeah. That was when I first moved to Chicago. Yeah. Um <laughs> Were there any eighties shows that like um, that you watched when you were a kid or that you like watch now? I used to watch like the Cosby Show oh, and nice. Full House, oh, yeah. like Full anything House that was like sure. on TGIF, uh-huh. like Step by Step, Family Matters, that kind of stuff. I mean, I would still watch it now if it were still on, but a lot of them aren't. Love I think this. the Cosby Show still comes on, like mm-hmm. Nick at Night, um, but those are like the staples. Like TGIF was like the one day a week where I was like, I gotta watch these shows. Absolutely, me too. Yeah. Like probably more into like the later <clears throat> realm of it, more mm-hmm. so than like the eighties side of it. Um, the 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 thing about like Cosby especially was like it seems like that was so like um, specific as far as like family structure mm-hmm. yeah like I think that 
I mean, I guess you had like Brady Bunch and stuff like that, yeah. but I feel like that's why it's like the Huxtable family was. Yeah, like because like I mean, you had never seen like an African American family mm-hmm. be like rich and like mm-hmm. have a, a doctor and a lawyer as. I mean, you never really saw a doctor and a lawyer as parents together. In any, yeah, 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 in any show, but like especially for it to be like an African American family, I think that was like revolutionary mm-hmm. for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just funny. Like, it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Cosby, like, you changed the face of comedy whether people are, like, are aware of it or not. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something else about Cosby, and I can't remember what it was. That you wish you were one of their kids. <laughs> <laughs> probably. That was probably it. Uh, it was something about... Ri- oh, because the only other show I could think of is, like, The Jeffersons. And oh, the yeah. whole thing was about them being, like... Uh, you know, trying to, like, get out of yeah, being poor. exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the only th- other thing. Cool. Let's, um, do you have a favorite, like, 80s musical artist? Um, I really like Blondie. Oh, nice. And Pat Benatar. I actually saw Blondie in concert a couple of no years ago. No way! Yeah. Talk about that for sure. She, uh, it was at, what is that, Casino, like, in Indiana. Not, uh, the Horseshoe, Horseshoe? Casino? Yeah, yeah, she was there. And, um... Me and my friend Roz went, and it was, like, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It was, it was awesome. so awesome. How but big like, is the venue? It's not, like, that big. And we were on the floor, like, <sighs> four seats, so we were pretty close. And But they wouldn't let us take any pictures of her or anything. That's Or, weird. like, any video. And, like, I snuck a couple in, but sure. they, like, wouldn't let us. How long ago was that? Uh, I want to say it was, like, 2010. So you already had the, like... It was already pretty regular for people to have, like, camera phones. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. So it's not like I had to pull out, like, this ginormous right, right, camera. Right, right, like, I just, like, my phone. But, yeah. like, the security guard even came up to me and was like, you can't take pictures. And I was like, that's so weird. I was like, I'm probably never going to get to see Blondie again in my life. Yeah. And you're not going to let me take a picture. Yeah. But you've been a fan of hers for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. She's been pretty awesome. What's your favorite Blondie song? Um, I really like Heart of Glass. Okay. Or One Way or Another, I think. Yeah. Okay. That one. I was just making sure I like knew the right song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what one way or the other? Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that yeah. one's like been redone like over and over. For again. sure. Um, one way. And that's like yeah. also. I feel like that was like a song, like every soundtrack for every eighties yeah. like, or. And like, it's like a song that maybe. everyone knows. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it's funny. Like, I think the 80s, maybe more than any other decade, maybe the 90s at this point, are, like, kind of, like, it's popular to uh, make fun of them. Uh-huh. Do you, how do you, how, I don't know, how do you feel about that? Well, I think, especially, like, with the fashion, mm-hmm. it gets made fun of all the time. Sure. And I don't play <laughs> but you, but you like love it. Like it's your I mean, jam. I wouldn't like wear it every day. Sure, but if sure. there's like an '80s party, I'm going to it. All right, like, dressing up in my neon and like crimping my hair and putting on scrunchies, that like awesome. for sure. Okay, so but you... I mean, but I totally understand why people make fun of it. Right? Because <laughs> like looking back now, you're like, oh my god, like it was what? Painful are to look thinking? at. Yeah, and 
But it was so great. Uh-huh. And it's really funny, like, seeing how they go from, like, bell bottoms to uh-huh. the 80s. Like, it's like, how does that even... Like, hammer panty type yeah. things? <laughs> yeah. Okay. A lot of jean jackets and, yeah. and leather gloves. Well, yeah, and jean and... jackets are so, like, I feel like that's so synonymous with, like, John Hughes movies uh-huh. and Molly Ringwald. I feel yes. like she's never not wearing a jean jacket. For sure. In those things. I would say in every John Hughes movie, there's one main character that wears a <laughs> I want to see like a super cut or right. like or like some kind of like like a mosaic or something uh, of all of them or um or like I don't know if Johnny says to the kid doesn't he have like a son or something I don't know I don't know either I hope so and I hope they're just as brilliant as he is I want them to like carry on his but like yeah. only use things that he already made <laughs> yeah. like not use any original material and I yeah. want them to just like a super cut film where they take the jean jacket character <laughs> from every one of his other films and just like <laughs> cut it and edit it in a way that they're all only talking to right. one another that's what I want <laughs> so they can just call it jean jacket it and everyone will see it. <laughs> and it'll be a hit. <laughs> if Whitney has anything to say right? about it, it will be... I'll do the marketing for it and make sure it's Bounce office smash. <laughs> You'll tell everyone at your real estate office yep. that you'll see it. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I feel like that's something you'd see in a Family Guy episode where they do those yeah, random like, cutaways that's, and shit. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's totally, some, that's totally a Family Guy joke. Like, totally. Totally. saying like well you, you look like you're out of a john hughes film yeah. <laughs> to someone who's wearing a jean yeah. jacket and then they cut like six different john yep. hughes characters Definitely. uh that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> do you have a jean jacket i used to i don't anymore <laughs> come on man you're i know I feel like, well it's so funny because like even now to this day if i see someone wearing a canadian tuxedo the jean jacket yeah, yeah. The jeans i'm like oh my god what are you doing so I'm like i just can't <laughs> you can't get over the today's uh like viewpoints on yeah. <laughs> that style interesting that's really interesting i wasn't sure if you're going to be someone who would still champion <laughs> all of the like terrible clothes <laughs> Uh, no. Do you own leg warmers? I don't. Oh, I don't think I've ever worn a pair of leg warmers in my life. When's your birthday? <laughs> September 17th. Alright, I think my Neon parents are going to be in town around warmers. then, and I'll say, hold on folks, I've got to go to like... American Apparel, I'm sure. Yeah, has I mean they did. They like made that. a comeback. Like, or like Ragstock. I know yeah, Ragstock has. Sure. I just went there last week, and they have so many leg mm-hmm. warmers. Um, I mean, I would wear them. I just haven't. You just don't. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've, you just, just, you I've just, just never gone to a store and been like, you know what I need? Some leg warmers. <laughs> you never feel like the area between your knees and your ankles is cold enough to buy something specifically no. for that. <laughs> no. Well, sounds like you're wrong. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh, no, because I usually am wearing pants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pants! <laughs> <laughs> what a novel uh, idea. I forgot about those. Ah, uh, it's like they came along in the 90s. <laughs> no, they didn't. They existed before that, too. It's like briefly in the 80s, people <laughs> forgot pants existed. For for a brief stint there. Because <laughs> there were a lot of leggings and a lot of leg warmers. Yeah, but I do, I agree with you. It's, yeah. I mean, it seems like that style is coming back. Mm-hmm. I have friends who have leg warmers, not like neon ones that yeah. they wear with like other neon clothes, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah. I've definitely seen friends of mine wearing leg warmers, mm-hmm. even though we just blatantly yeah. made fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the neons coming back, people are wearing fanny packs again. Oh, I should show you. I, I just bought like three neon um, like summer tank tops from Gap nice. over Memorial Day weekend because they're having a big sale. Sale! Uh, are there... We talked about Blondie. What mm-hmm. was the other one that you mentioned? Oh, like Pat Benatar. Oh, Pat Benatar. Um, right, right, right. I mean, there's other, like... Um, who else? One of my favorite, like, all-time music videos is that AHA music video, the Take On Me one, where it's like... Yeah, where it's, like, drawn. Well, it oh, looks like it's drawn. I've seen and, it. Yeah, it looks like it's, like, an animated picture. Cool. It's awesome. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, we'll look it up. I'll, um, I'll put it in the... I put it in the comments <laughs> when I post this. There you go. That's a thing, right? That my notes. Um, yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to write uh, that down so I don't forget. I would say one of my favorite songs to dance to is Love Shack by the B-52s. Oh, because yeah. Because it's so much fun. Um, that's so funny that, like, because I already thought this when you were talking about Blondie and Pat Benatar, but now even with, like, with Lil Shack especially, those are all just such, like, I only associate those songs with karaoke. Uh-huh. Like, I just feel like that's <laughs> when you hear them. Yep. That's when people sing them. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot, I think part of that is nostalgia, but I also think that, like, the 80s just, like, produced so many of those ballads yeah. that people want to sing during mm-hmm. karaoke. Like, power ballad was yes. the way to go. It was, like, the signature style of song uh-huh. in the 80s. Everyone felt so many feelings right. that they wanted to sing out. <laughs> that apparently they didn't feel previously. Yeah, right. <laughs> or at least didn't feel they could express previously. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they... <laughs> They, they started to feel feelings that they only felt because their le- only their knees were cold, <laughs> like because their shins were warm and their thighs were warm, but their knees were so cold that yeah. they started to feel all of these <laughs> hit me with your best shot feelings. <laughs> Fire away at my knees is the subtext of that song. Um, that's so funny that. I, I, yeah, because when you said 80s music, like, that's all I think of. Mm-hmm. It's like power ballady things that people yeah. sing at karaoke. Like karaoke or just, like, 80s themed parties. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the only time you hear them now. Mm-hmm. Or if it comes on in a bar, it's like, well, because when did, like, Living on a Prayer come out? That was, like, 80, like, early 80s, I think. Oh, really? Or maybe. Okay. I, I, I would have thought it would have been in the 80s, but yeah. maybe, like, a little, maybe later, but I would just your judgment better mm-hmm. than mine. Um, cause that I feel like is just become the like bar. Yeah. And they, they only play it like later in the night when everyone is drunk. Yeah. Where they're singing like they're at karaoke, even though they're not. <laughs> right. Exactly. I feel like it like makes everyone at this point, everyone's just like, Oh God damn it. Yeah. Bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep. it's just that song. What's the, Oh, the bar anthem is the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, but otherwise I would agree with you that the, like, there's most of the power, ba- power ballads you don't really hear unless you're, like, someone specifically playing, like, an 80s playlist. Yeah, exactly. It's either an 80s theme party at karaoke or at a bar past 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time you're going to uh, This kind of leads <laughs> into, like, the last question um, that I had. Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean that this has to, like, wrap up. 
anytime specifically soon. It was <laughs> We're just, just the last talk for hours. No, it's just the, yep, <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh, I I also won't tell you when I turn it off. I just like turn it off and like trap you in my apartment. Um, so where do you live? Doesn't matter, right? Um, <laughs> how do you think that like um, your love of the eighties? Uh, informs you now and as an as an addendum to that I'm I think I'm referring more to like the ideals mm-hmm. of the 80s than um than like you know listening to pet right <laughs> which you know I mean we were just talking about like the feelings and like the power ballad stuff yeah um is so specific to that era yeah. and um yeah so like what and and those John Humes John Humes <laughs> John Hughes films uh you know we discussed have like a very specific tone mm-hmm. as well so how do you think all of that like informs Whitney now oh, I think a lot of it especially like in the movies I feel like most of them are about like sticking it to the man kind of mm-hmm. like especially like Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and even in like other ones like Fast Times at Ridgemont High I mean, there's oh, a yeah, lot of sure, like sure. stuff like that so I think what I a mean, dark film I, right? I like didn't see it until like one or two it. years ago, yeah. and the first time I watched it, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I, so I think it's kind of, and it's also like about the underdog, kind of. Yeah. And like, it's, but even like the dorky kids, it wasn't, they weren't seen as like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was like they had their place, and mm-hmm. like, they were appreciated for being being the dorks at least uh, by the end of it yeah yeah yeah. like you like even in the 80s movies you don't really see like the nerdy kids getting the shit beat out of them right sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. maybe there's like a hint of that here and there that's a good point that's a really good point yeah but yeah they're a little they're like picked on yeah but i think being accepted in the end for Mm -hmm. but like even in like the breakfast club the nerdy kid Uh uh-huh like judd nelson like picked on him a little bit Mm -hmm. in the beginning but like He's never, like, physical with him or, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think, like, just... Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. yeah. I always get him and Michael C. Hall's names <laughs> confused, even yes. though I know which one's which. Mm-hmm. I think that's another thing we should do is just take all of Anthony Michael's Hall, Michael Hall's scenes from um, John Hughes' films and cut them into Dexter. Like, <laughs> if, if his characters were serial killer, serial killers... <laughs> Uh, that anyway. would be awesome. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, the whole like sticking it to the man thing. I feel like our generation now, like the millennials, like mm-hmm. we're kind of adopting that attitude now yeah, again. I totally agree. With it's that. like coming like back around now. We're like not like our parents where they were like, oh, like I need to work, so I'm going to work and do whatever job I have to do. Like yeah. now, we're just like I don't want to do that, so yeah, I'm not yeah. going to. Dreamers, you know? Yeah, like. I was I had a job I hated it so I quit and was unemployed for a few months where like that would never have happened when with my they parents would have just accepted you know? yeah they would have just continued working the shitty job for shitty pay that they interesting hated. what was the last what was the job that you were doing? Uh, I was working at a corporate catering company so I worked at a law firm basically delivering lunch to lawyers oh. who are the worst kind of people <laughs> <laughs> you don't say they were just like. T- like, I would walk down the hallway with a cart of food, and they wouldn't even look at me. I bet Miss Huxtable was one of them. Right? 
had to call that back. And I would just be like, are you kidding me? I have your lunch. Like, and I would come bring it in. They wouldn't say thank you. Like, none of that. So I was like, I'm not working here anymore. Quit. And I was only there for like, I think six months. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. How? So like, what would you do outside of lunchtime? Well, they would have breakfast. They would have oh. like like beverage drops throughout the day if gotcha. they were having meetings. So there was gotcha. like always something to do. Ugh. And it was the whole like even if there's not a drop, like you're supposed to be cleaning or organizing, right? Or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. More power to you. Yeah, man. Uh, more power from the '80s to you. <laughs> to... That's that's a really interesting concept, though. I don't think I ever would have thought about that. Like. The idea that, like, something that was important thematically in the 80s, mm-hmm. in art and in general, yeah. you think it's, like, coming back around? What do you think I kept think, it from, like, being... Well, I think, like, at least for me, or, like, people our age, like, you watch these movies when you're younger, but you don't really understand them, or, mm-hmm. like, you don't pick up on the overall message, maybe, like, when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch them when you're older, when you're kind of at the point in your life that the people in the movie, like, oh yeah, you sure, know what sure. I mean? So you, you see them doing these things and you're like, well, I could do that too. Like now that you're the right age to do it, right. you know, so yeah. you're like, yeah, damn the man, <laughs> stick it to him. And you That's just, awesome. you know, so I think it kind of comes around. I'm That's sure it'll cool. happen again. Maybe we'll have another generation of people that like our parents who P- kind know. of push all that whole idea. Yeah. That's really interesting. Because, yeah, to me, I definitely think we're getting to a point where, like, our generation is, is like, very, yeah, stick it to the man, mm-hmm. and, like, it gets better, and Yeah, and all like, this. the dreamers, like you said, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with just, like, the economy and, like, what people, I feel like what people are studying in school now is, like, mm-hmm. totally different, and I think social media has a lot to do with that. Oh, like, for sure. People are, like... I'm majoring in digital marketing, and that wasn't even a thing. Like, yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> probably five years ago, that wasn't even. And a no thing. one's and like some majors are even becoming like kind of obsolete. Mm-hmm. I can't even. I feel like I should have an example of yeah, that. But, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, almost even like. Well, if not obsolete, then they're just totally cha- the face of that mm-hmm. like study has changed. Like yeah. architecture, for instance, uh-huh. is something that like. With AutoCAD and, and, and like, computer programming mm-hmm. that goes into that. that. You know, everything, like, hand-drawn design is becoming yeah. obsolete uh-huh. in terms of architecture anyway because you can do the same thing more easily. And, and like, five times faster. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think, not to pick on architecture if that's yeah. your dream, <laughs> keep going for it. But I think it has a lot to do with it. Like, you study, I feel like the what people are studying are more creative endeavors now. So like it kind of puts them in that mindset of, well, I want to do this creative thing. I want to be free kind of, you know, and like be artistic. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to get tied down to like some shitty ass job they don't want to do. Yeah. Especially if they're going to school for a specific thing. Yeah. And and it's definitely becoming like, I think it's really affecting our generation when we do have as many like new graduates who don't have like can't find the right mm-hmm. like thing to get hired into yeah. um and are staying like unemployed for longer than new graduates may have in the past because they just would get something that was mm-hmm. in the field that they had studied but it was maybe like a right. broader range of study yeah i definitely think that's affecting so 
your thinking is that that could be a reason that it we may the idea may become cyclical again. Yeah. Like it may be something that like mm-hmm. skips a couple of decades again. Yeah, like maybe the people who are just getting out of college now are going to get to a point where they're like, fuck it, I just need to work. Yeah. You know, so they like... (laughs) But then like if the economy takes a turn again, that next generation of people will be like, well, I'm not going to do this. Interesting. You know, like... Cool. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So in, in your mind, the 80s may repeat themselves. Yeah. Which you'd be okay with. I would be totally okay with that. <laughs> and I mean, like we said, the fashion's already coming back. So. Yeah, for sure. I feel like fashion, fashion, fashion in general is cyclical. Yeah, for, for some sure. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's kind of like that thing of the kids who see their like they raid their mom's closet or something. And oh, like, oh yeah, this yeah. looks cool. And then they put it on and then the friends are like, oh my God, where'd you get that? And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and then some like clothes designer sees a 12 year old wearing something from the eighties. They're like, Ooh, we should design that for 12 year olds uh-huh. now. And then it's just As like... soon as like really high waisted pants come back into fashion, mm-hmm. like across the board, I feel like that's going to be the point where like fashion truly <laughs> takes a turning point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like that's like one of the biggest difference generationally right now. Like it even goes back to like SNL, like mom uh-huh. jeans yeah. from... <laughs> Which is probably one of my favorite things oh, they've God. ever done on that show. It's easily my favorite uh, commercial parody. Yes. Easily. Yes. Mom jeans is oh my God. brilliant. So yeah. It's so but, believable. Exactly. It's <laughs> love the nine inch zipper and casual front pleats yeah it's like get her jeans that don't say she's a woman they say i'm a mom yeah we used to watch that all the time in college so great yeah that's like to me that's still the difference in fashion it's like (laughs) high-waisted jeans (laughs) like for some reason and like the thing is you still see like trendy people where, especially girls, like uh-huh. sometimes girls will wear like high waisted pants uh-huh. and like tuck the shirt in and like yeah, belt or, like, it and the everything. Jean shorts. Yeah, 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 that's that's a totally a great mm-hmm. example. And whenever I see that, it doesn't look weird. Like whoever's doing it is making like a specific fashion. Yeah, choice. like they can pull it off. Right, but, like, and they're not pulling it off. Can do that. Yes, but some people just do it like the mom jeans <laughs> style, you know. And you're like, oh, like, oh, why are you wearing that? We, we wear our pants and our hips now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Not above our neck, not around our <laughs> I just pictured someone wearing like really high waisted jean shorts with like um, leg warmers and everything, just like throwing all of this bashing together. Oh man, that'd be incredible <laughs> to see, not to wear. Okay, to I was see like, it on someone else. September seventeenth, you guys. I would definitely have to take a picture. And text it to you. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, Look what I found. All Whitney's friends, when you listen to this, uh, just like go ahead and start like surreptitiously figuring out mm-hmm. what size pants you right. wear. Right, like, creepily try to yep. figure out. Um, leg warmers have got to be one size fits all. Well, that, I would hope so. That can't be something. That I would hope so. Unless, unless your like, legs are enormous. Unless you have some massive cankle action. Right? That prevents you from wearing normal leg warmers. So get her some one size fits all leg warmers <laughs> and some anything neon. Anything neon. I would take some scrunchies too. Fashionable high waisted jorts. 
Yeah. Um, what if you today, like with your current, um, how do you think your life would change the most if you, like, because you originally said that you would, um, if you could choose an era mm-hmm. to grow up during, you'd be born in 70 and live in the 80s. Mm-hmm. What kind of, like, can you hypothetically give yourself, like, a life outlook Man. based on that? <clears throat> um, I don't know if I would be involved in the comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, like, just for me, the people personally who influence me the most are of the later generation, mm-hmm. like Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, those people. Sure. And not to say that the earlier people wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I just don't know them well enough. The face of comedy was very different as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would definitely be a big difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have gone to college. Like, Interesting. Because I just don't think it, there was that much emphasis on it back mm-hmm. then. Like, even when I was younger, my parents were like, you don't have to go to college. Like, yeah. it's your decision. You don't have <laughs> yeah, to go. we're hippies. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then I get to high school and they're like, no, you're going yeah. to college. I'm like, wait a minute. It's like everyone. <laughs> yeah, it was like like three years ago. You said it was my choice if I wanted to go or not. And now you're saying I have to go. They just quit smoking weed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they got back to reality. And we're like, oh, no, no. What? What have we been telling her? That's cool. So it's interesting. I just think that's an interesting, like, concept yeah. to, like, wrap your head around if you thought that hypothetically that was when you would want to live how different do you think your yeah. life would be now if that was actually when mm-hmm. you lived um anything else I don't think so well mm-hmm. I don't think I have any other questions uh we're right at the 40 minute mark which is pretty perfect yeah um uh... that was unintentional but I feel like it reached a natural <laughs> conclusion just gonna talk it all out so yeah. it's really awkward for everyone everybody yeah. 80s yeah. song <laughs> uh, that was inappropriately a 90s song it doesn't Damn. matter no it's okay it was perfect i was close no i wanted close. that fitting to it was fitting exactly <laughs> um well the way that i um the way that i ended the first podcast um without thinking about what I was going to say at the end, mm-hmm. um, I felt is something that I want to continue. Cool. And um, what I said was, I was speaking to the podcast audience, but in this case, I'm going to be <laughs> speaking to you specifically. Um, what I said was, um, I love you and I mean that. Awesome. Flaming <laughs> <laughs> Flaming 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 Fl